Hi, guys, and welcome back to Midday Match with Livy. Clearly, I am fucking Livy. You guys, I like threw on sweatpants. No, I didn't. I'm in my fucking pajamas right now because like I'm on my period and my period is so fucking horrible that like I cannot be bothered to wear anything other than my literal fucking pajamas. I've already woke up, had a day, almost started crying because I did miss my workout class this morning. I was just being so fucking dramatic. But like, yeah. I was having a day. It's literally noon. I feel like I've ran a fucking marathon at this point. So this episode should be really interesting because I'm off one. But yeah, I totally like defeat. If the audio like sucks, it's probably because I'm always staring at myself in the YouTube version of this. So like go watch it on YouTube if you want to see me look gorgeous. I was wearing a little bit of lingerie before this and I don't know why. Um, it's just been like a new thing to like run around my house while like I work because I work from home to like just run around in this like little lingerie nightgown that I have. I've been filming in it recently. So if you've seen that, you're probably like, oh, that's what she's talking about. But yeah, I'm just in my like, oh my God, I fucking love myself era. I just spent like an hour taking photos of myself like the good old days. Like, well, I actually had to do it because I'm doing like a new profile picture and my graphic designer, who's also like one of my best friends, is like redoing all the graphics. I'm sure you've seen that for the podcast thumbnails that's been on YouTube. So yeah. Just been doing that. I also had a matcha. And for some reason, Starbucks matchas do make me feel like I just did like railed lines of fucking blow. So I don't, this is the energy that we're getting for the podcast this time around. Let's go into my week intro. I was on vacation. You guys, I went on three airplanes in a fucking week and I hate airplanes. So like that was, that was draining to say the least, but yeah, I just like, so I went to Chicago to see Jay Shetty and he's so good. Like if you guys don't listen to him, I recommend listening to Jay Shetty. He is literally amazing. And then we flew, Katie and I flew to Florida. Katie's my best friend. And in Chicago, in the line for Jay Shetty, I found out some really exciting news for like this event that I have this upcoming weekend. And I was like able to bring a plus one. And I was like, Katie, will you fly out for this event? And she was like, absolutely. So Katie's coming back this Saturday. I'm filming this right now on Wednesday. She's coming in Saturday to go to an event with me on Sunday. And I'm so excited. I'll be able to talk about that more like next week, I guess. I don't know how it's going to be. I'm trying to have no expectations, but mine are high. No, but like I'm trying to have absolutely no expectations. So that's that. Katie's coming back in like we're seeing each other again. We've seen each other every single weekend in March, which like makes my heart happy and full, but I'm sure she's exhausted. But like whatever, push through. Best friends do that for each other. Anyways, it was a very relaxing vacation. I'm glad that I went. I was in the middle of fucking nowhere, like on this river kayaking. Like nobody would ever think that from me. I also didn't think that from myself, but it was very relaxing. Saw some manatees and like did the damn thing. Like, I don't know. I just like really wanted to relax and I felt like I did that. (laughs) Round of applause, Libby. Congratulations. Like, why did I say it like that? Anyways, Let's get into why I'm making this episode. I kind of just want to like rant about my sex life and like let you guys in on it because I have like a really weird sex life and just I'm I'm a weird ass bitch in general. So like my sex life is a little bit bizarre, but that's fine. And I know someone can like relate to this shit. So I'm like, why the fuck would I not talk my shit about my sex life? Like, let's just get into it. So apparently I'm fucking celibate. I had no idea that I 
sat down and made a pact with God to be celibate. But apparently I'm fucking celibate because I did not choose this. But I have not been fucked since September. And I have not been fucked well since July. So like I'm celibate at this point. Have I sucked a little bit of dick here and there? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) And I feel like we all do once in a while. Okay. I slip, fall, I suck a dick. And that's just life, right? But I've, this happens to me all the time where it's like, I will go a full year in between the times that I'm having sex with somebody. Like it's the most insane thing ever. And like, I'd love to get fucked. You know what I mean? I would love to get fucked right now. And I know I'm able to hit up like six people, get my back blown out. But like, I can't, like I literally have six people in mind right now. I could text every single one of them. They'd literally leave work early, come fuck me. But I can't, my mind does not allow me to. And we'll get into like why like my brain, like my brain doesn't work like that. Like I'm not able to have like casual sex. Like it's the weirdest thing ever for me. But yeah, apparently I'm fucking celibate. I didn't choose this life. It clearly chose me. So, and it like happened so quickly. Like literally last week I was like, oh my God, Olivia, you are, I've literally never called myself Olivia, but I'm like, oh my God, Olivia, you are celibate. And I was like, I had no idea that me and God sat down, had this conversation and made me celibate for the past nine fucking months. But apparently I am. And if you're like, why are you so mad about this? Cause I haven't been fucked. That's exactly why I'm mad. But I'm like, I know it's easy. I know I could fuck literally whoever. I, my friends always tell me that. Cause like I'll text my one best friend and I'll be like, I literally just like want my ass eaten right now. Like I'm so, I just need my ass eaten like immediately. Immediately. And she's like, with your DMs, you could have like five people do that at one time. And I'm like, but I don't link them. Like, I don't link them. Like, I just I can't do it. And I don't know what it is about me that I just like can't get myself to have casual sex. But I'll tell you why I don't do or I can't do casual sex. I like to have a stable emotional connection with someone before I have sex with them. Like, I kind of need to. I'm a very cold person. When you first meet me, like I am, I'm crazy wild, but like to actually touch me is like, I'm a weird bitch. Like, I'm not kidding you. I don't like being touched by men specifically. Like if it's like one of you guys and I see you, I'm going to like give you a hug and I'll probably try and crazy on the lips and you're like, Livy, ew, what? No, but like if it's a man, I'm super like cold and I'm super like, get the fuck away from me. I don't really know what that's about. Probably trauma anyways, but like. I genuinely have to have an emotional connection to kiss you or just like 15 shots of like 1942. But like, I don't know. I'm so weird like that where like I cannot kiss or like be touched by a man like that easily. Like I'm very distant. I'm very standoffish. And like before I started fucking my coworker, he, (laughs) he, (laughs) sorry guys, it gets me every time. Before I started fucking my coworker, we were in the elevator and like he came in to like give me a kiss and like I, it was the weirdest kiss like watch the youtube you guys because i'll show you exactly what i did he came in to give me a kiss and i was like ew this is so disgusting and i like did this and i was like and i don't know why i did that like you would think i'm a fucking child normally i'm able to like make out normally but like i don't know maybe i just like wasn't sexually attracted to him and i just convinced myself i was which actually we're gonna get into later in the episode of what happened there But I'm so like a little bit awkward. Like I just don't like to be touched and I'm not loving or embracing at all. Like especially with a man when you first meet me. Like that's why I don't think I can do like one night stands or like casual sex because like they'll come in and I'll be like, hey, like how are you? And they'll like try and touch me and I'm like, ah, keep a distance, bitch. Because I'm just weird like that. I don't really like to be touched. 
And I need to take things like wildly slow sexually. Like, and also if I'm going to open my legs for you, like we better be having good sex. Like that's one thing. Like if I'm going to bust it wide open, like I need to make sure I'm having good sex with this person beforehand. I don't really give a fuck about my body count and things like that. That was a lie. I kind of do care about my body count. But like, I'm not just going to be busting it open for anybody. You know what I mean? Like if I'm going a year in between having sex with people, I'm going to make sure we're going to have good sex. Like we're going to have a conversation beforehand about the things that we both like sexually. And just like, I'm going to get a vibe from like the hooking up before and like him eating me like that stuff. Like I'm going to get a vibe because like I can't be out here opening these legs for whack ass dick. Because I've done it before and I'm not going to do it again. So I'm also like really cautious on that end. And you're like, you're just an overthinker. Okay, fuck you. Anyways, so yeah, I'm very awkward standoffish and I'm not just going to fuck anybody. But as soon as I'm unco- as soon as I'm comfortable with you, like at first I'm like, oh, like don't touch me like that's creepy. But as soon as I'm comfortable with you, I'm like, let me ride your face into the sunrise. Like, you know what I mean? Like then I can't I want to crawl into your skin. Like I will do the most unspeakable things with the people that I'm into or the people that like I actually let fuck me and like I let touch me. Oh, my God, I'm doing unspeakable things like literally the one man. I Tell me why I did this was using my vibrator on his balls. Like what? That was like, but I was comfortable with him. So I was like, yeah, I might as well do this. But it's literally like a switch. It's a switch from like the mm-hmm, like I'm so distant. I'm so cold to like, all right, put your balls out. I'm going to literally gargle them. Like it's just a really weird switch for me. And I just I don't know why it happens. But like I am a very sexual person. Like I do love sex. I love good sex. But it has to be with the right person. And like this is probably like TMI. But like this whole episode is going to be TMI, like TMI warning, trigger warning. Libby's going to talk about really crazy things. But if I'm going to fuck you, we're going to have wild sex. I'm not just going to you're not going to throw it in missionary and it's going to be done in two, three minutes. No, 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 no. Like it is going to be an extravaganza because like I haven't busted my legs open in probably a year to six months at this point. And if I'm going to let you fuck me. Oh, my God. Hang me from the ceiling and fuck me upside down kind of vibe like that's just where I'm at and I feel like I can't do casual sex because I feel like I can't just like meet someone and be like okay so you're gonna like fuck me like this and like I'm gonna do this and like uh because I just I don't know it and it takes me a while to get because when I think of casual sex I think of somebody and I'll get into the story of like the time I tried casual sex and like I hated it because I just I need that emotional connection. I need that fire. I need that passion behind it all and I need to make sure we're like on the same page about everything but I'm also I'm a very much like a relationship girly which you're like what bitch but like I am I'm not very good like when I'm single I'm only focusing on myself I only give a fuck about like my work myself I'm fully focused on that but when I'm in a relationship like I give a lot to that relationship so like when I'm in a relationship oh I'm fucking you know what I mean like I am having sex we are doing the damn thing all the time So it's a very like I'm a very zero to 100 person so quickly. And it's like I'm only that sexual person when I'm with the right person and when I'm normally like in a relationship. But like growing up, I had two really long term relationships back to back. 
So I was just used to having like, like relationship sex is so different than just like casual sex. Like that's your person, you know, and you're used to fucking your person. You know what gets them going. They know what gets you going and it's always good sex or like and eventually gets to the point where it is really good sex. So that's like what I'm used to. I'm used to wild relationship sex. I'm not used to casual, hey, we just met, like let's fuck kind of thing. I'm not used to that. I don't, and I don't think I can get comfortable with that because it already takes me a minute to even let a man touch my titties. You know what I mean? Like it takes me a minute to even like, I'm, I'm even weird when I hug them. I'm like, ah, like it just, I don't know. So I am a relationship girl in that sense. Like I really don't like to entertain like I can't have sex with multiple people you know I wish I could I wish I could be the bitch that's like I'm fucking Tim today Tim that's my best friend I'm fucking Tommy today I'm fucking Ryan tomorrow and Brad is eating my ass on Saturday like I wish I could do that but I just don't really have it in me because I would rather just give my all to like one person and then like deep throw the shit out of them you know what I mean like that's kind of where I'm at because I'm like hey babe, like I want you to literally use your vibrator and fuck me upside down. And my boyfriend's gonna be like, hell yeah. But if I say that to the guy I'm having casual sex with, he'll probably be like, "Uh uh-huh. I'm like, it's not a joke, bitch. Fuck me. Anyways. Mm. Like give me nasty sex. I can't just do that with someone that I'm like talking to. Like I really have to be a wild level of comfortable to bust it open for somebody. (laughs) How did that just become so like emotional? I'm like, I really do have to be an emotional connection to pop that pussy um because I do and you're probably like Livy yes you can like you just haven't tried like you can't you can do freaky shit with a rando like you can really do that and it's like no bitch I've tried so like let's get into it let's talk about this is where I really want to deep dive on is like not being sexually compatible with somebody which is like what we're going to get into so Sex is really important to me, okay? My mother always told me that sex makes or breaks a relationship. What was the saying she always, which is really weird that it came from my mother, right? But she said it is 90% of the relationship if you're having it and 5% if you're not. Or it's something like, okay, where it's like, if you're having sex, it's 5% of the relationship, but if you're not, it's 90. Okay, Do you get what I mean? I don't get what I mean. So I basically like if you're not having sex during your relationship, it's going to cause a lot of problems. But if you are having sex during your relationship, it'll be good. You know what I mean? Not that your relationship will be good, but that's one less thing that you're going to like worry about. But like I'm not going to be in a relationship where I'm not having a lot of sex. You know, that's just not me. Because mind you, I've been the Virgin Mary for the past year, closing my legs shut. So when I am in a relationship or a connection or a talking phase with somebody, I am ready to get fucked 25 times a day. And that's just that. So um, yeah, like I definitely think sex will make or break a relationship 100%. So let's talk about the time it fully broke one for me where I was the sex was bad and I wanted to die. Anyways, let's call him Lawrence. Lawrence and I were a thing. Um, And the main focus of this fucking thing was sex. Like we had both just gotten out of relationships. And I was like, you know what? I you know, I honestly don't know why I fucked him looking back. But now I'm like, OK, whatever. I guess I was like, let me fresh out of relationship. I had new dick in front of my face. I was like, I might as well, you know, I maybe getting like under him will help me get over my ex, which it did. But the thing is, it was a whack ass dick. So Lawrence and I, the main focus of our thing being sex 
was really difficult because we didn't have good sex. So we were not sexually compatible. And what I mean by that is like, I feel like he was really shy sexually, which is like, okay. And I'm trying to be a straight slut. You know what I mean? Like I'm trying to be an absolute slut when I'm with the person that I'm like, okay, if we're having sex, we're gonna, we're gonna have, we're gonna do it. You know, let me slut myself out to you. And I just felt like he was a little bit more shy. So example, like I love sexting. I would sext Lawrence all the time. You know, I'm I'm a bitch that like I literally become like JK Rowling when it comes to sexting. Like you would have thought I was a like journalism major in college the way that I send these sex so beautifully. And I would send them to Lawrence and he would be like, oh, that sounds fun. I'm like, that sounds fun. I'm like, I just did a three page thesis statement on how I wanted your balls in the back of my throat. And you have the nerve to text me back and be like, oh, that sounds fun. Like any other man that would have gotten that text would have been like, babe, I'm coming over immediately. Like who knew you were JK Rowling with the way that you just so beautifully, poetically sexted that perfect message to me, you know, like every other man that I've sent a sex to is like, you're like, I love you. I'm obsessed with you. And that's not why I do it. It's just genuinely because I want to let them know how I want them to fuck me later that night. I don't know. I'm a big sexter and I literally become JK Rowling. I'm like, I don't know. It's like, one minute I'm Livy and then when I get to sexing, I'm JK Rowling and I'm ready to be a New York Times bestseller the way that I'm sending these sex. And like, I definitely do have a template that I send all my friends to send to their boyfriends of like sex. <laughs> That's embarrassing to admit. But it's an important part of the relationship is sex and sexing. So I'm not going to act shy about it. So when Lawrence responded, oh, that's fun. The way I was like, okay, I'm turned off. Like, I want nothing to do with you. Like, I'm not going to just bust out a novel of like how I want you to, like, I'm not going to do that just for that kind of response. Absolutely not. Because like when I'm sleeping with someone, you're my person. Like, let's get nasty. And I'd send them like to receive that. Like, it's just like kind of feels like a slap in the face. Like, oh, that sounds fun. Yeah, it does. Like, no, respond back on like how hard you're going to fuck me tonight. Like, it's just, I don't know. I'm very big on that. So when I receive that from him, I'm like, okay, we're just not compatible sexually. Because every other, like, I definitely probably sent the same exact uh, message to my ex-boyfriend like six months earlier. And he was like, ah, but like Lawrence being like, oh, that's fun. Like, what the fuck? I read that. I was like, you're not my person because that work of art and you're going to say, oh, that's fun. is like really insulting. So I also knew Lawrence and I were not compatible sexually because I hated the sex I had with him. I was just like, this is not fun. Like, he would ask me what position I wanted. And I'd be like, bitch, if you don't flip me over and just do it, like that one, I'm a dominant ass bitch, but like in the bedroom, like take control. Like that's like, I control every part of my life. Don't you think I just want you to shut the fuck up and fuck me? Like, don't you think that's what I want? Like I'm busy all damn day running, doing all this shit just for five minutes. Don't ask me a fucking question and just fuck me. That's all I want. So when he would ask me questions, I was like, Lawrence, I cannot, like, we cannot, I am getting genuinely annoyed. Like, when you ask me, like, okay, like, do you want to do missionary or do you want me or you want to get on top? I'm like, shut the fuck up and put me where you want me because, like, I don't, I didn't like that. So I just, that's, like, just throw my ass in whatever position you want and don't ask me questions. Just fuck me. But I've also, so, like, yeah, Lawrence and I were clearly not sexually compatible and that was, like, especially with like our thing being like, oh, let's mainly focus on sex and like us not being sexually compatible. I was like, okay, no. So, but we were very emotionally compatible, which is why I thought the sex would be great, but it wasn't. It was 
horrible. It was the worst sex I've had. And I'm like, I look back on that and I'm like, it pisses me off so badly when I look back on that. But he was really good at eating me. But like, whatever. Anyways, um, I've also had it the opposite where I, the sex is so good and it's so amazing that like I'm trying to make a relationship work because of the sex. And I just think I'm in love with this man. And it's like, no, I'm not in love with him. I'm in love with his dick and I'm confusing the two. So I've definitely had that. Like with my ex, we would break up every single Literally every, this is the cycle that my ex and I went through. We would get in a massive fight. We'd break up. I'd be like, I'm blocking you. I don't want you on anything, whatever. Like, fuck you. You can die, right? And then a week would pass by and I'd be like, I miss him. I love him. That's the love of my life. He'd come over. We'd fuck for three days straight. I kid you not. And then we'd get into a big blow up fight and the same thing would happen. Like it was the same thing from like the massive fight to the makeup sex. And it was just like our relationship was genuinely just sex. And it's like I shouldn't have tried to make a relationship work with this person. I should have just been like you're a great hookup and like I don't see anything more. So like that's where a time I wish that I was like oh I actually just want you to fuck me. I don't even we're not emotionally compatible guys if I'm being honest I don't think I knew shit about the kid because one time I took him to this like my favorite Chinese restaurant and he was like everything on the menu is pork I'm like yeah I know it's so good and he's like I don't eat pork and I'm like we had been dating at six months at that point I was like I guess I really just only like fucking you and like yeah like it's cool to hear about like your little stories about like how much you love your niece and nephew but like just fuck me like you know what I mean so it's like we weren't as emotionally compatible as we were sexually and it took him leaving and going abroad all summer for me to really realize that like oh I because like I'd call him and we'd be on FaceTime for like an hour and I'd be like I'm bored you know and it's like that's my boyfriend you know I shouldn't be like ah he's really annoying the shit out of me when I just have to there's no sex and it's just us talking every day it's like that's so boring to the point where I but like I'd be like oh my god I miss your penis so much he's like do you even miss me and I'm like honestly I don't fucking think so so like I've done both where I've like made tried to make a relationship work because the sex was so good and then I like tried to just do the whole sex thing and it was so horrible but our emotions were good so it was like a really hard balance so yeah like I so I've tried the casual sex but and then I've also tried the relationship sex but in general I know I'm just more of like a relationship sex kind of person but I think I need to get the idea out of my mind that like just because I fucked this person and like we're going on dates and we're doing the whole thing that doesn't mean we need to date you know that doesn't mean to need to mean what that doesn't mean you need to be my boyfriend that just means you have great dick and I love getting dumplings with you but you're not going to be my person you know what I mean like it's I feel like I need to separate that better for myself so I don't get myself into those situations because like that ex and I eventually ended up breaking up simply because he did have a full other girlfriend but and he cheated on me but like that also like helps you move on what but it does so like yeah I think that's my biggest thing is I'm so zero to a hundred that like I can do the casual sex thing but I normally get bored and I normally am like meh uh, the sex is like, uh, and then when the sex is so good, I'm like, be my boyfriend, you know, when they really should have just been my fuck buddy. So I'm gonna work on that. I'm definitely gonna talk about that in therapy. Like in therapy, I'll be done my therapist. I'll be like, I need to wait a little bit longer for sex, even though I feel like I wait like a pretty good amount of time because I need to know if I see that person as just a fuck or I'm like they're actually good enough to be my boyfriend because you know I have high ass standards too. Like I won't just date anybody. It's just like not my thing. So let's talk about what my sex life looks like.
I told you my sex life has always been like this. Either I'm having so much sex or I'm having none at all. And it flips like this. It'll flip within like a day. It's the craziest thing because I'll meet someone, whatever. But like I've gone over a year without sex multiple times. Like I've done it for like I'll wait a year until I have sex again. And it's I don't choose this. I don't want this. But for some reason, God thinks that I told him I was celibate and I'm fucking not. It'll be a year and I'll meet someone and I'll be like, and then we fall deeply in love and have great sex. Or I'm just celibate for like a year, like how I currently am. And I'm just focused on myself. I'm really focused on my work. Like, I feel like I don't even think about sex or anything anymore because I'm so busy with work that I'm like, I don't even have time to think about a dick in the back of my throat. Like, I'm just so busy. But it really is like, I will go a year in between having sex with somebody. Like, I don't know the next time I'm going to get fucked. And it probably could be up to a year, but like, when I had sex in sept, I had sex in April of last year for the first time in like a year. Like it's always like a year thing. And I, it really honestly is, is what it is. But I'm not saying like, I like that my life's like that, but I will, that's just what it is. And also like, I've just come to this realization while I was writing this podcast. I don't, trust anyone. My life has changed a lot since TikTok. Like my life has changed a hundred percent. And I feel like, and I feel like this is such a dumb thing to complain about, but honestly, this is like therapy for me. So you're just going to have to listen. But I feel like, I hate talking about this, but whatever. I'm scared to talk to new people or like have sex with new people in my life because I'm like, oh, they're using me, you know, because I've, I'll get into it like the situation where I was used or if like you guys remember like when I did the podcast episode like I'm back bitches I talked about him being like let's collab and I'm like with like a man that I literally like went on a date with and it's like that's fucked up like nobody wants to hear that like let's collab are you fucking kidding me anyways so I don't know I just my life has changed so drastically And I just have this new fear, like this new little piece of anxiety. And I feel like now I have to be extra cautious. And I've talked about this in therapy with my therapist, but like, especially me letting men into my life kind of feels impossible right now. I just have to be super aware. Like, yes, people will use me. And if it's not for like the dumb, stupid fucking TikTok clout, because I'm like, why? Like, I don't know. In my head, I'm like, that's not whatever. Like, because I don't know. I'm like, what if they make a video or they're like, ah, like all these like I don't that scares me. You know what I mean? Like I had sex with the story time bitch and it's like, oh, my God. Or even just like talking about my sex life publicly. I only want to be the only one talking about that. I don't want that from anybody else. So Like I have that little bit of fear. And then, uh, yeah, letting someone, also my life has just changed so drastically and like everything's new and everything, it's just like a world that I'm got thrown into and I love it. Like it's, I'm living my dream, but like bringing a man into that right now does feel a little bit impossible. And if they're not going to use me for like the TikTok clout, which like is fucking weird to even say in general, and that's annoying, but like that's a thing apparently, but it could be for my lifestyle. Like I have a great lifestyle that I'm able to live because of my job and stuff like that. Like they could use me for that. And I, you guys, I do attract bum ass motherfuckers. Like I am a bitch that's always dated a bum. I don't know what it is about me. Probably like my, I love to save people. And it's like, that's so gross that I like to be that nice. No, (laughs) to men. So Like, I don't know. I feel like a lot of people look at my life from the outside in and they're like, that's so amazing. I want to be a part of that. And it's like, yes, it is amazing. But I have to be more careful, like who I let in to my inner 
circle and I don't know I just feel like very I feel like I could get very used because I fully had a man use me that's probably where that fear is coming from and I've also had men use me for like not even use me but like I've definitely been a sugar mama once or twice in my life and I don't like that and I don't want to do that again and I won't ever do that again because like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna settle and that's just I'm not doing that also I share a hundred percent of my life online I'm obviously gonna talk about whenever I'm in a relationship or dating someone again, like I probably will, which is a lot for someone to handle in general and is just a lot for me to put someone on the internet like that. I feel like it's absolutely insane because like the amount of men that ask me to make, if I'm going to make a story time about them, that's probably like my number one thing on every single man I talk to is like are you gonna make a story time about me and it's like can you fuck off like are you here to get to know me or are you here to get a story time made about you because those are two different things like I I don't like that like that's don't talk to me about that that's weird as shit I don't like that whatsoever and that just makes me feel used so it makes me feel it's hard for me to have an open heart right now because I just feel like the men I've been meeting are just like not it they're not the ones love the not the ones because yeah don't ask me if I'm gonna make a story time about you but I just have to get used to this life and then I think I can bring somebody in and then I can decide whether I want them online or I don't want them online but yeah I don't know sometimes I'm like do you want to get to know me just because of like you want a story time made about you and you want a comedy show for an hour like I'm a good fucking time or because you actually want to know like the real me like there's deeper things to me than just me talking shit on the internet like believe it or not I have a little bit more substance than that but yes I'm a very all or nothing person I'm very like zero to a hundred so I need to be a little bit more careful who I'm giving my zero and who I'm giving my a hundred to for sure but yeah to be honest I do have a little bit of anxiety about like dating again because all these motherfuckers are just whack as hell let's talk about how I deal with being the Virgin Mary, because like I said, I go like literally a year to like a while before I have sex with somebody else. What were these hands? Anyways, since I go so long without having sex, I know how to keep myself satisfied. Vibrators. And this is sponsored. Imagine if I was like, Adam and Eat. No. So it's not. But I do love a vibrator. If you don't have a vibrator, what the fuck are you doing? I think every woman in America needs a vibrator. My mom always told me this, which is also a really another really weird thing that my mom told me this at a young age. She was like, you need to learn to satisfy yourself before a man ever can. Like, because also weirdly enough, like when a man gives you an orgasm, like and ladies, I know it's fucking rare, and that's why I feel like you could get like really attached to a man if they give you an orgasm. So it's like learn to give yourself an orgasm before or even like just at any point of your life. Learn to give yourself that orgasm because then it's like I there's really nothing a man can't give me that I can't give myself. So weird that my mom said that. But like, yeah, explore your body. Know what you like. Learn to make yourself finish an orgasm. I learned what works for me. Like I know how to get myself off and but now I feel like a man a little bit because I'm like, when I'm having sex, I'm like, after I finish, I'm like, whoo, tap out, buddy. All right. We had a good run right then and there because it's like, I'm so used to just like doing it myself and getting it over with. And then it's like, let's get back to work. Um, So like, it is a little difficult once I get back into like having sex with somebody actually, but that's whatever. But there's like audio porn. I like Balesa. It's not sponsored, but Balesa, you can sponsor me, bitch. Anyways, um, 
there's like really good audio where it, it there was like this one app I forget what it was called but it was like just like a novel and they were like talking but like I can use my imagination I can use past experiences get off on that and yeah but also working out hard helps like with me I'm not having like an active sex life my workouts are like 20 times like more intense because I'm like oh I have so much energy just to like get out but yes that's how I deal with like not having sex. Honestly, it's not that deep for me. Like I could probably go years without having sex. Like, yeah, it's nice and everything to get railed once in a while, but like it's not a must for me. And like I don't like to bust it open for just anybody. So yeah, I do like to wait for a decent human being before I open my legs. So I like I will wait a really long time before I have sex with somebody again just because I don't know. I and I'm I wish I could. Like I I don't think you guys get it. I wish I could bust this shit open, but now I just have too much anxiety and I'm just like I get err. I get I'm like literally like a hermit crab. I go back into my shell when like a man I don't know like tries to touch me. I'm like ah. Yeah, so that's just that. Also, I do have a wild intuition. You guys know I'm a little bit of a psychic ass bitch. Anyways, I have this crazy thing where my intuition will like not let me have sex with somebody. Like this happens several times to me where we're both fully naked and I'm about to get fucked and my intuition is like, bitch, no. And I'm like, and I'll, I'll fully want to do it. But my intuition is like, no. And I, ju I just can't. Like it's like I literally, my legs close. Like it's like, I'm like, I'm ready to ride your face. And he's like, do it. And then my intuition's like, bitch, you can't fuck him. And I'm like, and then I'm like, oh, God, close my legs. And then I just am like, I, no, I can't have sex with you. And this has happened to me twice where my intuition is just like, no, don't do it. First time this happened to me, I was like, what the fuck? Am I crazy? I was like, this is absolutely insane. Because I was like, what the fuck was that? Like, it was actually so weird. I was like, uh, like I literally froze and I was like, I can't fuck this man. I can't do it. And then three days later, it just, OK, I made a story time about this. So like you're going to. You're the real ones that know are going to know. But I talk about I talk about like my worst hookup and how I froze and stuff like that. Basically, my best friend was dating this abusive ass, a narcissistic asshole. And the guy that I was about to fuck was best friends with him. Right. And for some reason, my intuition stopped me from fucking the best friend. Three days later, my friend and the narcissistic asshole ended things. And the guy that I was about to ride his face to the sunset was like no uh like we have to end things too if they ended things so basically he was a bitch ass hoe because like what man what man is like my friend said I can't see you anymore so like I can't see you anymore like you're a little bitch by the way like that's so funny to me but you are a bitch anyways so and then I was like okay good thing I didn't fuck because I I I also am like that's exchanging energy and like I will give you my energy if I'm fucking you and I can't just give my energy to everybody no like I have great fucking energy I worked hard on this energy also like I have fucked a man that had negative energy one time and that shit fucked me up for like a year and I will never do that again so like I'm really big on energy so I feel like I say that every podcast that you guys know I'm really big on energy but I am I'm so big on energy. The second time this happened where I was like, I'm ready to ride dick again. Woo, let's get up there. I'm ready to fuck. And my intuition was like, bitch, you better stop immediately. And I'm like, no, but like, I want to fuck. And my intuition's like, you can't fuck, bitch. And I'm like, oh my God, like, just let me ride my, like, let me ride dick. And my intuition's like, absolutely not. And I'm like, why? And it turns out this man was just using me. Like, this is the guy that was like, after we had that night together, he was like, we should like collab. <laughs> 
collab bitch what collab like i was the only one on social media you just wanted me to post you that's not a collab anyways and like i don't collab like who the fuck is gonna look at like collab what the fuck is a collab absolutely not so yeah so i'm like i'm glad my intuition stopped me for that because like lord knows what if i fucked this man i fell in love i would have been posting him all over my instagram but guys like go follow him like guys like go follow him like i just like i would have been in love after i fucked him i would have been like go follow him what do you do guys go follow him and he would have just been using me for the tiktok clout which is so dumb and weird it's like there really is none so i don't don't try and use me for it anyways but like i could definitely yeah the collab let's collab why don't you suck my dick bitch anyways so that's why my intuition was telling me not to fuck him is because he was just clearly using me and like literally thank god i didn't because like i could have been like go follow him like i after because honestly when a woman has sex jay shetty told me this not personally but he was like when a woman has sex she releases a drug called oxytocin which like confuses um love like it's a chemical that i don't know confuses love i'm not a neuroscientist why the fuck would i know that and it confuses um sex with love which is like something i feel like i've done several times in my life so i feel like my intuition was like livy don't fuck him because you will be giving shout outs as if it is your job as if this is a paid like sponsorship so like do not fuck him because like he will get in your head like that so that's the second time when my intuition was like, baby girl, don't fuck him. And then he turned out literally using me for the TikTok clout. And I'm like, there really is none. That's what I don't think anybody gets. I'm like, there is none. Um, so yeah, I also mentioned that. Oh yeah, and not only did he ask me to collab, a week later he came to my apartment and gave me like emotional warfare and was like a weird bitch. So I am very grateful I didn't fuck him. Like, each of these times that I really was like, I'm ready to go, and my intuition was like, bitch, close those legs. I am grateful that I did not fuck these men. Like, I really am. But it's like a weird thing my intuition's been doing to me recently where it's like, close those legs, Livy, and I'm like, fuck, not again. So, yeah. But that is that for this random episode of me ranting about my sex life, me talking to you about my sex life. And maybe one of you guys is like dealing with the same thing that I deal with sexually, where it's either like I'm fucking everybody or I'm fucking absolutely nobody. But like, that's just a little insight onto how I view sex, how my life works sexually. Oh, I love my hair like this. Hold on. Hold on. You guys, that is it for this week's episode. Slide into my DMs with like your sex stories or your sex questions so I don't feel alone because I just talked about sex for 40 minutes. Anyways, I love every single one of you. Follow me on TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube at SheIsLivvy. If you don't fucking subscribe to this like YouTube channel, I'm gonna lose my mind. So I love you guys. Have a great day, night, evening, whenever the fuck you're listening to this. I love you. Bye.